On today's Insights, I am tired of people complaining about Facebook. We talk rockstar marketing, the next Lunch with Haley presentation from Haley Marketing, and we answer a listener's question. I have a million dollars in open job orders. Can somebody help me? Today's episode is brought to you by Haley Marketing. Do you have too many job openings going unfilled? Is the solution to just spend more on job ads? Absolutely not. But to succeed in a market like we're facing right now, you need to take a different approach to job advertising. Forget post and pray, forget annual contracts. If you want to fill more of your open jobs, you need a centralized, data-driven, automated solution to managing your job spend. A solution that gives you more control and more flexibility. That's where we come in. With Haley Marketing's job advertising management services, we use programmatic software to automate your spending. So you save time, reduce wasted spend, and get more people applying to your jobs without having to spend more on advertising. For a free review of your job spend, contact us at 888-696-2900 or visit recruitmentmarketers.com. This is Insights. Welcome to Insights, tips and best practices from the insiders at Haley Marketing. Insights will provide you with the tools you need to master your social media, digital marketing, and employer branding. Your hosts for Insights are Brad Biley and Matt Lozar. What's up? This is Brad Biley and welcome back to another episode of Insights, the podcast built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. As always, I'm joined by Haley Marketing's Director of Recruitment Marketing. He's Matt Lozar. Matt, how are you feeling this week, buddy? We're doing well, Brad. How are you? I'm doing really, really good, Matt. How's your week been so far? It's good. You got me some new audio equipment, so hopefully I sound better than the last few episodes of, of Insights. We're going to get it dialed in. It's, it's a new age, a new era for Insights. We have new studio gear. We have new mixing boards. We're ready to go. We're ready to take it to more listeners. And you know what? Let's use that as a call to action, Matt. If you haven't shared insights with a friend or a colleague recently, please tell somebody about the show. We're here to help the staffing and recruiting industry. And as we elevate the podcast to more listeners, I want more people to check it out. So if you haven't shared this with a friend or a colleague recently, send them a link, let them know, download the podcast, check it out. We'd appreciate that. Matt, when it comes to recruitment marketing, what's on your mind this week? What's on my mind is if I'm squinting hard enough, Brad, I might see lower cost per application. I'm not sure. Lower cost per application, huh? Yeah, I feel like it's it's down 25 cents, 50 cents recently, which means more people are searching because we know job board costs aren't going down. It's it's costing more to get clicks. So maybe there's a slow trickle back of candidates into the market. But the sample size isn't big enough to where I'm going to declare anything big. You're noticing something. And that's why you're our director of recruitment marketing, Matt. You're looking at data. You're looking at the analytics. You're looking at, hey, what's going on here? What's going on there? To give us some sort of insights, to give us some sort of insights into recruitment marketing. Matt, third episode in a row for me. What's on my mind? The candidate experience. I continue to talk to staffing and recruiting firms across the country who are just neglecting the candidate experience. We're looking for the next silver bullet. We're looking for the next magic pill. What's going to get it done? How are we going to get more candidates? What are we going to do? And the job board stinks. The application process stinks. The conversion funnel on a website isn't where it needs to be. It's still 
all about the candidate experience. And Matt, we're going to talk about that quite a bit on Insights today. So, hey, let's get to the show. Let's throw you a curveball here real quick. Sure. Because I know you love candidate experience. Sure. So I was picking up dinner the other day at a quick service restaurant. No names, please. Okay. Applications right there on the table in the restaurant I was, as I was waiting for my order. Love it. Would you like to work here? Fill this out. Love it. It may have put me behind the counter, actually, if I did fill that out. But I thought it was interesting. Right there, in the face. Make it easy for somebody to apply, Matt. Don't drive them somewhere else. Don't tell them to come back later. Don't tell them to come back on Tuesday. You need people to apply. Let them apply how they want to. If they want to do it on their phone, they want to do it on their computer, they want to fill out a paper application at the counter, let them apply how they want to. Let's get to the show. Let's go. I am tired of people complaining about Facebook. Matt, we hear it time after time, day after day. People aren't using Facebook anymore. They're on TikTok. They're on Snapchat. They're looking over at YouTube more. There are still millions, if not billions of people looking at Facebook every single week. And Matt, we need to stop taking the easy way out and saying, listen, people aren't on Facebook. Our candidates aren't on Facebook. Our prospects aren't on Facebook. Yes, they are. And I can promise you they are. Matt, think about, and and I just saw a recent post on Facebook, some, some big life news from a friend of mine, posted a nice life update, hundreds of likes within what, an hour, two hours. Were those people not on Facebook a week ago? Were they only on Facebook that one day? No. Somebody posted really great content and people engaged with it. People are actively looking. They're lurking on Facebook. And we need to make sure that we captivate their attention every single day through great content. That's the key. It's the great content because people are are scrolling we don't know how often, we don't know how many times a day, we don't know for how long, but they're there because there was really great news in your example. Their algorithm shared it to these Facebook users when they when they logged in and checked in throughout the day and they engaged with it because the content was good. So people are there. And also, I thought you were going to go down a different road, but the reason you know people are on Facebook is when Facebook was down a couple of weeks ago, everybody knew Facebook was down. Everybody. Sure did. So they didn't know what to do. They welcome, jumped over to Twitter. Twitter had some nice banter on there for a few hours. But people are spending time there. The key, as always, is the content for your audience. So how can you create great content that's like a life update, that's like a massive personal news or personal announcement? Matt, We are in a business of putting people to work in great opportunities. What is, sure, there's a few better life announcements than a new job, but why don't we double down on these case stories that we've seen from staffing and recruiting firms? Double down. When you put somebody to work, create a great piece of content around that. Create a great post. Create a great article. Create a great video and showcase that on social so that they share it, their friends share it, their family shares it, their aunts share it. Their relatives share it. Heck, their distant relatives who they haven't talked to in six months share it because finally Brad got off his butt and got a job. We need to create great content. We can't just share another blog or another now hiring post or another just clutter in the social media ecosystem. Let's create this captivating content that sparks attention, that captivates attention. We've talked about thumb-stopping content, thumb-stopping imagery before that captures somebody's attention and start with people getting placed in great opportunities. Maybe a welcome kit for when they 
what to do. A image, a shirt, a mug, whatever, a pen. Probably not a pen, but we're workshopping here. But an image that says, I got my job at Brad Staffing Agency. Maybe take a picture of them in the Instagram frame, whatever. Send them the image. Say, here, post this to your timeline. Caption, a hashtag that's applicable to your company. Make it easy. And because that's really good content. It is. And you should be proud of that. You should be proud of every single individual that you put to work. You should be proud of every single job order that you fill. We're going to talk about job orders in a, in a later segment. You should be excited about every candidate that you put to work. You should be excited about every job order that you fill. This isn't just putting putting numbers together and making sure that we're filling orders. We're putting people to work. And if we can showcase that on social, we can be an employer of choice in Buffalo, New York. Then more people are going to want to work for you. Matt, bring it full circle. We cannot just say people aren't using Facebook or people are only on TikTok. People are only on Snapchat. No, your target audience frankly, is everywhere. We need to make sure that we're captivating them with great content, great captivating imagery, great stories, and not just using Facebook as a place to throw away more job opportunities. If I see one more now hiring post, I might actually lose my mind. We can sell the opportunity so much better. We can sell the role so much better. And all it takes is a little creativity. Next time you place somebody, interview them. Ask them what it was like to work with your, your staffing firm through the process. Ask them what it's like now that they have a job opportunity, now that they have this great role that they're going to be working in every single day. Get their honest feedback about the assignment. Get their honest feedback about working with your recruiters and use that as leverage to drive more people to apply to your open jobs. You don't just need another now hiring job opportunity post billboard on social. Use your candidates, use your placed individuals as that billboard. Hey, it's Brad checking in real quick before we get to the rest of the show. Why should you trust Haley Marketing for your staffing website, SEO? Nobody has as much staffing and recruiting SEO experience as our team. We'll help you get found more often and dramatically increase traffic to your website. We do the technical work and write the content. Our services start with the technical optimization of your website code and content on your website. We'll leverage multiple technologies to complete keyword research, then develop a specific strategy to optimize your site. Want to know more? Interested in getting started? Give our team a call at 888-696-2900. And hey, tell them Insights sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Matt, let's talk Rockstar Marketing, the next Lunch with Haley presentation from Haley Marketing. If you've listened to Insights before, You've heard us talk about Rockstar Marketing. It's one of my newest speaking pillars here at Haley Marketing. And on next month's Lunch with Haley, I have the very awesome opportunity of sharing that talk with our Lunch with Haley attendees. Now, if you're wondering what Rockstar Marketing is, well, here's a little bit of an ad for it. We're going to use this segment to tell you everything you need to know about Rockstar Marketing. And I hope that you join us on November 4th at 2 p.m. Eastern. Rockstar Marketing, what recruiters can learn from professional sports entertainment, and the largest online marketplaces. What do your favorite team, your favorite band, and Amazon all have in common? They're marketing rock stars. These industries lead the world in developing strategies to build brands, engage audiences, and most importantly, drive business. And most importantly, their lessons apply to you. So in this episode of Lunch with Haley on Rockstar Marketing, we're going to go through a series of tactics, strategies, that professional sports teams, 
entertainment online marketplaces are using and how they relate to staffing and recruiting firms. When we think through a few of the topics, we're going to talk about building an audience. We're going to talk about thinking like a fan. How can you get in the mindset of your fans? If you're a sports team, if you're the Buffalo Bills, what do your fans want to see on social media? Well, your staffing firm has raving fans too. What do they want to see on social? We're going to talk about why you need to personalize your imagery. We can't just have another stock image. Sports teams aren't doing it. Bands aren't doing it. You shouldn't do it either. We're going to talk about how to personalize that imagery. We're going to talk about how you can start remarketing like Amazon. There's probably no better company when it comes to remarketing than Amazon, in my opinion. You look at Amazon at any sort of product, that product follows you around the internet. We're going to talk about how staffing firms can do the exact same with their jobs. We're going to talk about how to create messaging that fits. Are you Disney? Are you Harley Davidson? Are you Arby's? Are you Wendy's? You're probably somewhere right in the middle. And that's very unique to your staffing or recruiting firm. We're going to talk about how to craft that messaging. And most importantly, we're going to talk about database management. What can you do to be like Uber, Instacart, Barnes & Noble? There's going to be a couple other topics in there that we're going to cover when we go through Rockstar Marketing. I hope you'll join us on November 4th at 2 p.m. Eastern. If you want to register, you can go to lunchwithhaley.com to learn a little bit more about Rockstar Marketing. And again, I hope you'll join us for that episode of Lunch with Haley. We got a question from one of our listeners, and I am excited to hear your take on this one. The question, I have a million dollars in open job orders. What should I do? Matt, I'm going to leave it at that, buddy. Where do we go from here? There's a lot of different ways we could go. I think the first place I want to start is, let's think of three different ways to find candidates for those open job orders. It's new candidates. So how are we collecting candidate applications? It's mining the database. We already have names in there. So what can we do with those people we've already collected? And then referrals. What can we do with our team on assignment to start there? Referral bonus, whatever type of incentive you have for the team. So they will bring quality candidates to your recruiter's desks to hopefully help you fill some of those job orders totaling seven figures. I like what you did there. You broke it down into three little pillars for us and we can talk about each. I was just going to go off and and just start ranting tactics. I love what you did here. New candidates. What can we do? Well, if we need to find new individuals in our local market, we need to go where they're actively listening. And that could be social media. That could be the corner bar. That could be looking at sites like Google and Google's ad network. It could be looking at where they're hanging out, what radio stations they're listening to, what blogs they're reading. We need to go to your target audience. And if you're looking for light industrial candidates in Buffalo, New York, you need to get in the headspace of a light industrial candidate in Buffalo, New York. Maybe it's stealing that individual from one of your competitors or stealing them from another assignment, thinking through that. But Matt, when we think about driving new visitors or I'm sorry, new applicants, new candidates, you got to go where they're listening. You got to go where they are. It's just like fishing, right? You cast a line where there's no fish, probably drink a lot of beer and not catch anything good, right? But if you cast a line where all the fish are hanging out, well, you might get a bite or two. Terrible analogy, good analogy? I think it was a good analogy. It's a good analogy. I don't know if we can drink beer while recruiting, but that's a separate podcast for another day. Maybe. 
we got a, a friend of the program over at uh, what Davis Staffing. Don't they run beers and careers? They got a podcast about drinking beers and and finding people careers. Davis companies, I think. Davis companies, yes. Getting back to what you said at the beginning of the podcast, especially with the new candidates, the candidate experience needs to be easy and simple. When you, whenever you put these open jobs in front of someone, if it's online, digital, content, email jumped ahead a little bit there with email, but in the real world, what's the call to action for someone to apply? Make it simple. It's on their phone. It's on their computer, wherever. That's really important. Full agree. We come back to the candidate experience always. Think through how easy it is for someone to apply. Matt said he was just getting food the other night and there were applications physically on the counter. Are you making it easy for someone to apply or are you requesting their entire social security number before you even tell them what jobs you have available? Are you asking them for too much before you even tell them what they're going to make in the role? What are you doing to drive applications to make it super easy for anybody to apply? Because frankly, if it's not easy, they're going somewhere else. Matt, if we think through mining that database, you got a million dollars in open job orders and Matt, for sake of this conversation, let's say we don't want to find new candidates. Okay million dollars in open job orders, and we only want to go back to who we've already talked to. What do you do? Go into the database. We talk to people and hopefully you have a... Are you suggesting we pick up the phone and call somebody? No, I'm not. I am. I'm suggesting (laughs) you automate a text message or email to someone that gets them to schedule an interview or text you back or call you back or see some engagement. And then we pick up the phone and call I'm not just going to cold call the 172,813 people in my database, random number. I'm just going to automate that, hopefully based on skill sets of those people. So if it's a manufacturing job versus an office job, I'm not sending the wrong job to the wrong person with that skill set. I'm not sending the manufacturing job to the office worker, except vice versa. So what can I do to automate that? So when a new job order comes in, As soon as it comes in, I have to press as few buttons as possible so that a communication goes out, if it's email, if it's text, if it's both. And Brad Staffing Agency sends me that communication. I can say, yeah, I'm ready for a new job. Let's talk. Maybe even walks me through to schedule an interview. So then the interviews are ready, but use that automation and software and tech to communicate with the people you've already collected their information inside your database. Yeah. And I'll say this, I don't care what you do. If it's email, text, phone call, I don't care, but you got to go back to that database and see who's actually looking for work or who's at least considering a conversation. And if you can mine that database of whatever crazy number matches throughout, I'm not going to try to repeat that. But if you can go back to that database and say, Simple question. Hey, are you looking for work next week? Or hey, do you want to, you want a new opportunity? You want to have a conversation? Whatever it is, yes, no. Right? Two buttons in the email, two buttons in the text message, whatever it might be. Someone clicks that. Now your team knows who to talk to and who maybe you just got to work a little harder on. You take all those yeses. Okay, let's get them down another automated path. Matt suggested maybe having that path go where they can book a, a, an appointment with you. Maybe you have that capability. Maybe you don't. If you don't, what can you do with all those yeses to now fuel your team with canned emails, canned phone calls? Maybe you use a, a service that can text all of those people one-to-one, but now you have a segmentation of that list and you know, okay, at least these 
4,000 people are considering a conversation. We go there. Love that idea. Matt, I love the thought of using a database and serving them ads. Use pay-per-click advertising, whether it's on Facebook, it's on Instagram, it's on Google, it's on LinkedIn, wherever it might be, but serve them ads saying, hey, if you're looking for work, give us a call. Let's chat this week because we're reviewing applications now. Create a sense of urgency. One of my favorite campaigns that we've ran this year at Haley Marketing, subject line, we're reviewing applications this week or time's running out. We're reviewing applications today. Create a sense of urgency. Get people to apply now. Make them feel like the job's going to close. You're reviewing applications this afternoon, so they have to get an application through the door. They have to get an application submitted. What's the worst that happens? They submit an application tomorrow and say, hey, sorry, I'm a little late. You still got that application. So use that urgency to create a, a sense of, I need to do this today. Matt, anything else on database management that you want to talk on? No, I think that's good. Let's talk referrals then. So you have a million dollars in open job orders. What can you do about a referral program to get people to actually apply? Have a good incentive bonus, I think is the start. Before you even communicate it, don't have a $25 incentive bonus or $50. That just, I guess, why bother? I know it's tough because- 25 bucks after eight months of working somewhere, right? Yeah. It's have a incentive bonus that is worthwhile. And then similar- what we just talked about in segment two, or excuse me, in part two here, by mining your database, use a lot of those similar communication tactics methods to get the message out about your referral bonus. It's hard. Referral bonuses are hard to track. They're hard to, to explain. They're hard to communicate. So you have to make it a priority to continually share that information that Brad Staffing Agency is giving a great bonus to someone Maybe pay their rent for the month or pay their gas, whatever. Well, the way gas is going, paying their gas might be awesome. But be able to make sure people know that a great referral bonus is available. Since referrals, we constantly hear from companies in the industry make a great impact on hiring. I like referrals. I am struggling right now to think of what the perfect referral bonus is. And that's why I'm a little slow to respond to this one, Matt. I think you need to find out exactly what makes your audience tick, what they're interested in, and find something that works well for them. Right now, Matt, but so ask them. Sure. Ask them. Ask them what they want. Or you're in the local market right now, Matt, how great would it be if as a referral bonus, someone would get bills tickets next month, right? If you refer a friend or a family member and we place them on assignment in the month of November, one individual is going to win a four pack of bills tickets in December. Like everybody doesn't need a referral bonus. Everybody doesn't need to win the silver ticket or the golden ticket, whatever it might be. Golden ticket from Willy Wonka. I, I butchered that one, but I want to be entered, right? Maybe I can win a suite at a Bills game or a suite at, I wow, I almost said the Sabres game. I don't want to go to that, but think through what your audience wants. What would, maybe it's, hey, we'll pay for Christmas this year. And it's a it's $1,000, you know, holiday bonus. What, what could it be, right? Like think through that. And, and again, everybody doesn't need to get it. You don't need a referral bonus where everybody gets $75 in gas cards, but everyone could win. And also you give away the big prize. Let's say it's the tickets to a NFL game. Bring it full circle. So somebody doesn't win, send them, I don't know, 10, 20 bucks for- A runner up prize. Yeah, not even- yeah, A little you, soccer trophy. But even that, you, you have, hey- Pick up some food for the game on Sunday. Honest. 
you didn't win. We're sorry. Here's hope something that hopefully makes your at-home experience pop, more enjoyable. Granted, I'm talking about both sides of my mouth here by saying the $25 bonus isn't really exciting, but we gave that big carrot, that big ticket item. So now they got excited about it. Somebody didn't win. Okay, you didn't win. Hey, Brad, the December whatever Bills game, 25 bucks to name your local restaurant. Hopefully, you know, DoorDash even maybe. Have them bring you something during the game, some wings. Enjoy it on. Enjoy the game on us. What I'm thinking is that person that does win, we get a picture of them outside the stadium, right? Maybe they're holding a Brad staffing firm sign. They're holding a shirt, whatever it might be. We got pictures of them at the game having fun. We use that on social. We use that on our website. We use that in our email. We use that on the blog. We use that in maybe our paid ad. Hey, last quarter, we gave away Bills tickets. Do you want to be like Brad? Brad won. He took his whole family to the game because he referred Matt and we put Matt out on assignment. In in Q1, we're doing the same thing. Like Lean into that. Lean into that. And it doesn't need to just be another $20 gas card that somebody gets after they've worked somewhere for six months, right? We can be a little more creative here. And in a market that is starved for candidates, maybe we could spend a little more. We could have a better incentive. We can have a better referral program. Matt, anything else you want to add here? If not, I'm going to rant one more time on database management and wrap it up. But yeah, I'm looking at the three different ways to, to fill these million dollars in job orders. Take a step back and make sure they're good orders. Great point. Because we could have a million dollars of work at a really low pay rate in your local market. And no matter what you do, you're not going to fill the order right now. It's going to be 10x more difficult. So I think really take a step back do some wage analysis locally, do some benchmarking, not just against staffing and manufacturing, but also against other markets. I think it was a company down in Pennsylvania we were talking to. They said the local Chick-fil-A is now paying $17, $18, or $20 an hour. Whatever the number is, it doesn't matter. Chick-fil-A, $17 an hour minimum to walk in the door and great culture, great place to work. I love their food. Always leave with a smile and a full drink, but that's a lot of money for a, basically a fast food restaurant. So don't just benchmark against Brad and Matt staffing agency. Benchmark against all of the local competition because, as we know, everybody is hiring. Matt, I got a bonus segment real quick that just came to me as you started talking about that and, and earning a competitive wage. I saw a post in a recruiter Facebook group that I belong in, and it was McDonald's signage. And it said, earn up. It, I'm sorry. It said, now hiring, earn $21 an hour. But when you zoom in on the picture, it said, earn up to $21 an hour. And the up to was very, very small. Do you think doing something like that is deceptive or do you think it's smart? Do you think the earn up to a certain point gets people through the door? Um, I don't know. I just saw it today, yesterday, whatever it was. And now that you're talking about it, it's on my mind. It's people through the door. I'm sure if you do it enough, I'm sure it leads to people talking. Maybe, oh, you'll, you know, McDonald's is saying they're paying up to $21 an hour, but no one gets that. They start at $15 an hour or whatever. It is. So in the long run, it probably hurts unless you get them in there and give them a really good plan and say, hey, yeah, today you're going to start at this. This is how you get to the $21 an hour. It has to be really realistic and achievable. So feels like a little bait and switch when you think about it. Yeah, I like that take. We'll leave it there. That's our show. And thank you for listening to another episode of Insights. If you found this episode valuable, we would love to know. 
You can message Matt or Brad on LinkedIn to share your thoughts. Have a question for us? You can tweet us at Haley Marketing and let us know what you're thinking or email info at Haley Marketing. Make sure you tell them Insights sent you. And of course, if you need a hand with your marketing or recruitment marketing initiatives, we would love to help. You can check out HaleyMarketing.com to get in touch with our team of marketing educators. My podcast partner, Matt Lozar. This is Brad Biley. See you next time.